Good evening, Heat Nation. It is your host, Joe Stroke, and you are now listening to the Hoopball Heat Nation podcast. I'd like to say congratulations to you and the Miami Heat completing the gentleman's sweep of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, while everybody was celebrating, I had a question to ask, and the question is, how did we get here? We got that plenty more as well as what took place the last series all on this Hoopball Heat Nation podcast. Do not go anywhere. Here we go. Tonight is a celebration, not just for the team, but for the whole city. Um, If you ask me, this is symbolic than more than just beating the number one seed, but it's symbolic because of everything the franchise went through during the aftermath that was the Heatles. There is something that needs to be said, and I'm going to say it since nobody in the league has, and that's Pat Riley is the best GM slash president of basketball operations in the league. And I'm going to give you a few reasons why. Number one, you know, after the Heatles left the franchise, it didn't completely suffer and go into an abyss like most franchises do. With that being said, they stood strong. Coach Spo finally got a little bit of time away from LeBron and D-Wade and Bosh to say, hey, look, I know what I'm doing. If you look at the Thunder, the Rockets, the Sixers, 76ers, this is all these teams failed to meet or are going to, uh, the Rockets failed to meet expectations. And what is the first move after that? The coach. Billy Donovan, he's he's not coming back. Brett Brown is he's gone. And Mike D'Antoni's been rumored to go to Indy. So to be able to make a decision to keep a coach, number two, to know you have a good coach when you have one, and number three, you're doing this while losing in a win league now, takes a different kind of leadership. How about this one for number two? Remember that ridiculous white side contract that we look at now? You know, the one that was $94 guaranteed? Oh, by the way, he traded him two years before that was up. Then he proceeds to pick up a Robinson Duncan. Then he proceeds to pick up a Kendrick Nunn. Both were undrafted, by the way. And then this year's past draft, they they get another dog in, in Tyler Hero. So the second step that he did, first step, get rid of all those contracts, right? Second step, he got young players who fight. One of the best things that the Heat are good at, finding people who fit their culture. And as Chris Bosh put it, there's only three things. You're going to play defense. You have to be in shape. And you're going to compete no matter who's on the floor. Now, I'm not going to even count instilling that culture 
as one of the reasons as he's the best in the league because he's done this before the Heatles. Uh, when it was D-Wade and, and when they brought him in for coaching, D-Wade and Shaq, that's when it initiated. I mean, even till now, the same defensive mentality, the same compete, dive for loose balls, the things that we've seen D-Wade doing is a culture that sticks there now. And people would even go as far as to say that this team is more of a Miami team, more of a identity of what a real Miami team is, vice that Brown squad. And then the third step in the process of getting younger, he happened to find a superstar in Jimmy Butler. Supposedly, he had a bad rep in the locker room. But in all reality, he was a winner stuck in losing franchises. In all reality, all he wanted to do was win. And he wanted everybody to be committed to winning as much as he was. And in fact, didn't we just speak about that culture? Being committed, playing defense, being in shape. Isn't that who Jimmy Butler is? Not to mention the leadership that he has. He literally... He took Tyler Hero under his wing and is grooming him personally. I mean, look at his look at his IG. I mean, every Tuesday is Tyler Hero Tuesday. But not only did they add that, they added him to a young budding star in Bam. Now, the one thing that people don't give enough credit to is being a good teammate. Because Bam's ascension is going to be better, higher, because of a player like Butler. Hence why Joel Embiid wants to play with him. When you have that kind of environment, you sprinkle some good coaching, a couple more old savvy vets and Crowder, Iggy, Drogic. And you add in a couple young vets too, like Myers, Leonard, Kelly Olenek. You can kind of see how this is creating the perfect mixture, if you will. I mean, even if you look at this from the standpoint of strictly just business, they operate differently than organizations. So when I asked the question to myself... How did we get here? It was simple. It was Pat Riley. Now, when it came to the next question as to why this success is going to be sustained, well, okay, obviously Brooklyn wasn't healthy. I got it. I got it. But when it came to this past series... Everybody seemed so surprised. I was screaming, hey, look, it's not, they're not getting past the heat. And everybody thought I was crazy. Why are the heat having success? 
one, they play defense and can hang with the best of them and on as far as defense on the court. We just talked about the Miami culture for number two. This is number two. We just talked about Miami culture. Tough-minded basketball. Defensive heavy. In shape. Grit. This championship is more mental than anything. Isn't that what everybody was saying before the bubble started? That it was a mental gauntlet of just monotonous work, being isolated. Everybody for for the bubble, that's all they were saying. Now you have the team that's got a culture of being mentally prepared for things like this, right? When you have a crazed pit bull like Jimmy foaming out the mouth by the time tip-off starts because he wants to win and you have that amongst a group of pits and dogs old dogs that are still hungry looking to prove Crowder looking to prove that Boston made a mistake looking to prove that you're not just some journeyman if you're Iggy just proving the fact that you deserve what you got paid because you got paid and rightfully so You're going to get mauled when you have all these dogs. And for number three, lastly and biggest, the one thing that everybody underestimated this entire series was BAM. People were talking about, oh, Greek's going to do this and put up these numbers on them. And these are people that are on syndicated national television, television, syndicated radio stations. I had to cut them off because I knew they don't watch Heat basketball. They don't. Because they don't know who he is. You mean to tell me the seven-footer who was in a skills competition against Jason Tatum and Spencer Dinwiddie, excuse me, Dinwiddle, and you're going to tell me that this guy is going to get killed? He's too athletic. He's just athletic as Greek, if not more. His game is just different. It's not Anthony Davis, but I mean, he can shoot from mid. He, I mean, bro, he was pulling step backs last year. His game is beautiful. And then you see what they did when they put him on Middleton in game five. He got shut down. So when you have A, a dog mentality, two, You have a tough-minded team, right? A tough-minded team that's prepared to go through anything, to go through anything to get what they want. And number three, you got a a, a seven-footer who can guard one through five. You got your two fours and, and, and Crowder and Iggy that can guard one through four. You're going to be hard to beat just from a, a strategic standpoint. Pick and rolls and spacing the floor. Everybody can switch. It's going to be tough. This, this right here is the best thing. And ultimately, I think this might be the reason that I, I, I believe Giannis should leave. 
and Miami would be a great place. And this is would be one reason why. Jimmy doesn't have to be his best to win every night. Duncan, he, Duncan, uh, the Hero, uh, Drogic, Bam, somebody is going to step up. They have that next man up mentality. If somebody, if no, somebody knows that they're they're not warm tonight. They're not. They're tired. They could be dragging. They, these are tough games, guys. These are <laughs> game day off, game day off, game day off. And depending on your series, you're you're going five, six games. That's that's tough. Be up, practice the next morning, watch film. It's tough, daunting. But they have that next man up mentality. And whoever is slacking somebody else will pick it up and so with that defense with that dog mindset you already halfway there you already won half the battle and that my friends is how the heat have gotten to the eastern conference finals well ladies and gentlemen it's been a great playoff run and i'm excited that we got so much more to go you know right now we're getting rested for the next series these next opponents they just came out of a double overtime game i'm extremely excited about this next round because miami is going to have a big advantage strictly off of the rest standpoint i initially picked the raptors to beat boston in six and we'll figure it out. We'll see what happens here on Game Seven if they if they can they can get it. I hope they do because it'll be a lot easier for the Heat to get to the to the uh, chip. So as for me, I am your host Joe Stro. I appreciate you spending time for me. I am out. This is the Hoop Ball Heat Nation podcast. Stay safe, America.